here's what I would do if I was, especially next door, I would put up a sign saying world's second best pizza, (laughs) no weight. Welcome to Conversations on Startups, a podcast brought to you by Douglas Ross, author of the book Spark Click Go, How to Bring Your Creative Business Idea to Life, and Glenn Seward of Today's Great Idea, a radio series featuring over 300 origin stories of businesses, brands, and inventions that have changed the culture. Welcome to today's conversation. Hey, Glenn, how are you doing? I am fine, Doug. It is a beautiful day in Calgary. How about you in Boston? Yeah, I'm in Boston. It's a great day here. So looking forward to this conversation on standing out. So important, as we mentioned, I think, at the tail end of our last conversation, that in a world of plenty and plenty of options, it's more and more important to stand out. And so we thought we would dedicate this, our our last episode in this season, to standing out. So what do you think? Standing out. How well, do you do it? You got any ideas on this one, Glenn? Oh, I have lots of ideas, but it is such a critical thing for anybody in any business. It's like thinking about running an internet business these days. That's the first thing you got to think about. How do you stand out when there's so many other websites out there? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a huge problem when you think of the millions of websites that are out there, new ones coming on. This would apply to books as well movies yeah. uh, certain products of course restaurants lots of things so big need to stand out okay so let's say you're a little guy you're you're a startup and you want to break through you you want to make it in the attention economy yep how do you do it what kind of things can people do <laughs> this is only a 20 minute episode we don't have the 7 hours that it probably would take however right. i do think to stand out, you have to think about what other people are doing and maybe not do what they're doing. That's what I find. One way to stand out, as you did, is you wrote a book, Spark Click Go, to help stand out from other consultants. I did a radio series that's different than what other consultants do. So those are simple ways of doing stuff. Other ways are just being, you know, if you know the, the book Positioning, uh, Guerrilla Marketing it's about positioning and it's like be number one in your own category type of thing. That's one of the things I always try to think about. How do you get somewhere? So you advertise, for example, where other people don't advertise. That's a way of standing up. You have a unique name. That's a way of standing up. Those are just a couple of things off the top of my head. Anything that jumps out of your mind? Uh, well, I think those are all good ideas and I could pick up on on any of those. Yeah, so thanks for mentioning my book. In there, I mentioned a couple of things. So I suggest that people try to do something original with their business idea, which is a very high bar if you think about it, but yep. still we're striving for if you can't do something truly original, at least be imaginative with what you do. So have a different twist on it, something like that. Another thing that that I suggest in there is to bring yourself into the business because we are all individuals. You've seen that movie, Life of Brian. <laughs> One of my favorites, yeah. 
So you remember that scene? He's up on the window there. Brian is the, yep. the, the Messiah. They're all following. You are all individuals, he says to the crowd. <laughs> and everybody in the crowd says, we are all individuals. I love it. Um, but anyway... My point is we are all unique. And so if we bring some expression of ourselves to our business, to the definition of the business, to the branding around the business, to the values that we embed and and live with in our business, we can make that stand out, I think, because we are all unique. So those are some points that I that I picked up in in the book. Uh, or I write about in the book. I think also if you can be the first in any area, that's great. Like think, tell me the name, Glenn, skill testing question, of the first sheep that was cloned. Dolly. Excellent. Excellent job. What was the name of the second one? No clue. <laughs> okay. And zero, zero for one. Um, that's right. Now, I would do it with astronauts, too. It used to be that way, too. And everybody remembers Neil Armstrong's name. And it took a while before anyone could name Buzz Aldrin. But the point is, to, if you can be first in any area, it kind of fits with your your thought about leading yep. a category. If you can be first, that's great. If you can be first and only, that's amazing. That's exactly what that positioning argument is about. Be the first in a category. You're listening to Conversations on Startups with Doug and Glenn. Thanks for joining us. So I got a story for you. Okay, uh, great. You know, it's always about, you know, stuff. So it's a story about these two guys, Schultz and Woodruff, right out of the movies, where one of the heroes hopes to build one thing and ends up doing something totally unexpected and crazy and memorable. So here's the pitch. Schultz and Woodruff are real estate partners, and they want to build this big, giant real estate development in the hills overlooking their city. Now, the lots are very large, and the houses are kind of upscale, so they thought advertising would be it. So they, they built this sign, but it's not just any sign. It was a crazy big sign, 50 feet tall, 4,000 lights. You could not miss this real estate development from anywhere. And they just expected the sign to be up for 18 months, you know, while they were selling all the units. But then something totally unexpected happened. And that was the sign took on a life of its own, became a tourist attraction. Eventually, the city and the Chamber of Commerce took it over. And they actually dropped four letters of the original 13 letters in the sign to better represent the area. I could see a smile on your face. You probably know what sign I'm talking about. Well, the most famous sign that I can think of is the Hollywood sign. Is it that one? Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and it was actually called Hollywood Land. Well, that's the Hollywood Land. Okay. And it was yeah. a real estate development. But you could sort of see that they wanted to stand out. And obviously, they were successful making that whole area very wealthy. It was already upscale. But that's a literally... Let's stand out from every other place in the world. And it took on a life of its own. That's great, but it worked. And so being, you used the word imaginative earlier, and I think that really is a powerful word. You don't have to be like anybody else. And any small guy could be just as powerful as a big guy if you're just imaginative, use the right things. One of the, the good things about standing out is that if your competitors are larger than you, they typically have invested interest in their own brands. And it's harder for them 
to actually change the ship to do certain things as they get bigger. Whereas when you're smaller, like most of us, you can try stuff out and be more nimble. And I think it works. Yeah, I think so. And you can you can stand out against the big guy. Yeah, it reminds me of the 1984 commercial that Apple did famously. They were a lot smaller than IBM at the time. Of course, yep. things have changed now. But uh, yeah, oh, I'm glad you agree being imaginative is, is a good way to do it. I've got a couple other ideas, Glenn, to, sure. to, uh, to give to our audience here. So see what you think about these. So one of the things you can do is do something difficult. And if you can do something difficult, solve a problem that nobody else has solved, that's going to be extremely helpful for you. So one example would be it's it's being turned into businesses, actually, and, and not without dispute, but gene editing was mm. a very... It was sought after, how could we do this efficiently? But it wasn't until this Cas9... Uh, technique was brought out and that we have the ability to really splice and dice genes that we have now with with CRISPR. That That's the innovation uh, that was there. But the point is, because it was a problem that was hard to solve, lots of people's attention naturally went to it when the problem was solved. So I think that's an extremely good way to stand out. I think another way of doing it is to be outrageous, but I don't really recommend this. If you think about outrageous things that have happened now, this is the Roger Stone school of, uh, yeah. of ridiculousness and doing outrageous things at the cost of other people, individuals or groups. So that's a bit crazy. Uh, Will Smith did something outrageous <laughs> recently. People in some of their dress, if you think about performers like Lady Gaga, she could have been seen as just any other singer or any other business, but she chose to do something really kind of outrageous, uh, not offensive to people, I don't think, um, but really stood out and did that by costume and makeup and colors. So you can do this with your business, with your branding, your signage. Do something that's different from the other guy around be the purple cow as seth godin would say yeah but not just being a difference without a distinction you gotta have okay you're different okay great now give me the goods yes you need attention and you have to deliver it has to deliver on your brand or what you're about that's critical if you if you pull off a, a heist and it's not part of your business not really a good thing if you're in jail you got right. you got attention. But that's not what you want, right? Um, yeah, no. You know, somebody who is very famous for doing stuff, and I think everybody knows his name because of it, is Richard Branson, Virgin uh, yeah. Industry Records and, and Airlines and the whole thing. And by doing those sort of stunts, the balloon stuff and parachuting and a whole bunch of other things, he positioned himself and his brand as forward thinking, doing interesting things. It really worked. Red Bull is another group that uses those kind of events to sort of be inspiring. So it comes back to being imaginative, thinking about what your brand is and doing something that will attract attention in a good way. Uh, at the other, Yes, bad news is good too, but any publicity is good publicity, of course. But you got to be careful that it's sustainable. Well, you look at someone like, you mentioned Lady Gaga. The predecessor to her, of course, in many ways was Madonna. And 
We grew up with Madonna being changing her looks and appearance multiple times over the 80s and 90s, and then sort of fading out a little bit because she's getting older and there's other newer, interesting artists. Well, of course, she's trying to make a comeback now, but it's kind of hard for her to stand out in this world the way she is today. So there's lessons there, too. The thing is, though, she is getting attention, not nearly as much as she used to, but she is getting attention. She's still an impressive uh, brand developer, for sure. Hey, podcast listeners, we're going to take a short break now. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to invite your friends, remember to subscribe, and if you want to help spread the word, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Each episode of Conversations on Startups focuses on a single topic. If you want to comment on something you've heard on the podcast or suggest a topic for us to cover in a future episode, send an email to go at todaysgreatidea.com or douglas at sparkclickgo.com. Glenn and I appreciate you and hope you find our uncut and unrehearsed stories, perspectives, and tips helpful. Speaking of helpful stuff, let's pick up where we left off. Well, it makes me think, too, that things do change over time. It used to be you could stand out by being free. For example, yes. uh, think, think of a lot of the software that we use. If you're free, you stand out. And, and then it became everybody did that. And all of these apps were supported by advertising. And now everybody's doing that. So it's not distinctive. So what worked for you or for Madonna 20 or 30 years ago is not necessarily going to work now. You may need to do something opposite. So business model is a good example. If everyone has the same business model, maybe you can do something different. So for example, online advertising, hey, why not person-to-person advertising, classified ads types of things? Why don't we sell those using an auction and create eBay? That's going to stand out. Yeah, it's online. That's one thing that's distinctive, perhaps, maybe not unique, but this auction format is unique. And so your business model, if it's different, can, I think, be a way to stand out as well. Uh, So many levers here, if you really step back and think about it. What do you think about entering, if you're a startup, entering contests, winning awards? What do you think about that as an approach? Well, I have mixed feelings about that. And I think they are good to go into because it certainly adds credibility and awareness from other people, absolutely. And you can win some cash or services. Like, it's worthwhile to some degree. But you got to go into it eyes wide open again, that there's a lot of effort that has to go in to doing those things. And that's effort that could be spent elsewhere in the business. So you have to be thoughtful about whether the outcome that you're hoping for is worth the effort. A lot of cases it is, a lot of cases it isn't. So that's why I'm sort of mixed on that. Your thoughts? Well, I guess uh, winning them is what's really good, of course, but you're that's quite practical to think about the effort that goes in there and then the opportunity cost, especially if you don't win this thing. If you don't win, you're quiet about it. If you do win, you can tout it everywhere. Winner of such and such an award. I see this quite a lot among entrepreneurs where they've got, they will put that out there and they'll say, hey, we won this award or we were accepted into this accelerator as we've talked about before, something like that. And Third party and, credibility, yes. Yeah, third 
third-party credibility through either an award or people do this a lot with influencers. If you can be recognized by by someone who's well-known in your field who says, hey, this company's doing something interesting, that's fantastic. Yeah, anything third-party, any of that sort of social credibility, you will stand out. If you, if you can get Madonna even, who's not at the top of her game, to say, hey... This is a business uh, worth looking at. Uh, all sorts of good ideas. There's this pizza place in in Arizona called uh, Pizza Bianco, and they won the Jane. The, well, the restaurateur won the James Beard Award for Outstanding Restaurateur of 2022. And you can imagine what this has done for oh, his yeah. business. It's incredible. A friend of mine went there and waited four and a half hours. This is supposed to be the best pizza in the world, which reminds me of Elf, by the way. Remember, he comes down uh, from the North Pole. (laughs) Wow, best, I think it was coffee. Best coffee in the world. Congratulations, you know, all this stuff. Exactly. Uh, But if you win something like a James Beard Award, it it can really bring in the crowds. Four-hour wait. And I'm sorry to say the, the reports on this pizza did not live up to world's best pizza, but it's getting people in the door. That's it's right. Noticed. So maybe the uh, if you were another pizza operation, here's what I would do. If I was, especially next door, I would put up a sign saying, world's second best pizza. <laughs> no wait. Right? <laughs> I love that. That is very clever. There you that, go. Take advantage great, of it. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> Second best uh, on the world stage well, would be would be quite good. And you think about that, like in the car car rental business, that's exactly what Avis did at the time. Hertz back in the seventies and eighties, Hertz was the number one auto rental company in the world, and they position themselves because they're a different car company. They position themselves as num. We're number two. We try harder, yeah. which worked and resonated with so many people that it boosted their business dramatically. So sometimes to stand out is to play off other people. Yeah, play off that number one person. You know, that's that's a great way, especially they're bigger and and all of that and tie it to some sort of benefit. We try harder means that your service is going to be better. So I, I think that's, that's a really good approach. If you can do that, it makes perfect sense to me. It's you can stand out doing that. So absolutely. I love it. I think the the part of that is owning what is real about you or what is authentic. So in that case, Avis was not number one. They were number two and they owned it and they turned it into a benefit. So that's that's really great. People know what is real and what and what's not real. Yep. So might as well own it. Who else has done this famously? There have been some famous people lately that have done this and they're criticized. Maybe they're trolled online, that kind of thing. And and they own it and they can really rule the day. They can get the attention uh, by by doing that and, and working with it. So lots of great ideas. And I, you know, I think if I think back a little bit to some of the topics we've covered before, like design, that's one way to stand out too. Unique designs. I think about all the jewelers that are out there or jewelry designers, there aren't many that I would be able to say, oh, that's so-and-so. Other people would. It's not my area. But David Yerman, I do know. 
And the designs there are distinctive. So you can win by design as well if you do something that's really quite distinctive in the area. And obviously people need to like it too. But design something that we covered in one of our previous episodes and, and many other places we've we've talked about this. I think here, though, we really wanted to dedicate some time to this because we think it's so important for people to be more imaginative in this particular area to get attention. You're listening to Conversations on Startups with Doug and Glenn. Merci pour nous avoir joignés. Well, if anybody who's listening has some great ideas that they should want to share with us or want some help figuring out ways of standing out, feel free to reach out to either one of us. Absolutely. So anything else on this then, Glenn? Uh, no. Standing out? You think we cover it, uh, covered uh, it fairly we well? Very good. Well, so we are going to uh, then wrap up this particular episode. And also we're wrapping up our first series here or season of conversations on startups. We've had a really great time. I really have enjoyed these conversations with you, Glenn. I am very thankful to our listeners out there. It's been terrific. We don't have a new episode to announce for you this particular time, unlike most of the wrap-ups of our episodes. Yep. So we'll have to do it the next time. And Doug, it has been a pleasure. This has been a really great first season. Trying stuff out ourselves. Again, we've lived a lot of what we talked about, trying to stand out, be a little different, market differently, you know, some success, some failure, but if you don't try, you don't succeed. So it's been a good first series and I'm looking forward to series two with you and we'll go from there. I'm Glenn in Calgary. And I'm Doug in Boston. Thanks for another good conversations on startups. We'll see you next time. See you. Conversations on Startups is a production of Glenn Seward and Douglas Ross. We hope you're having fun listening, but mostly that you take action on your business idea. For more inspiration, visit our websites, todaysgreatidea.com and sparkclickgo.com. Another episode of Conversations on Startups will drop soon or is already available to binge. Thanks for joining us and remember to subscribe and invite your friends. See you next time.